Welcome to Break Away From The Pack. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Finishing School, completing your professional education. Hello, I'm Linda McGowan. In this episode of Break Away From The Pack, I'm sitting with Brendan Cowman. Hello, Brendan. Hello, everyone. Brendan, I've invited in to talk about his career because as a young professional, Brendan is not quite 30, but already in his professional life, Brendan's had three complete changes of career. And for someone who's been an accountant all her life and worked in one main industry for most of it, I find that those days of people like me are over and increasingly changing and people will need to face a work environment that's changing and I think that represents what Brendan and uh, you know have worked in for this for the 10 years now Brendan yeah 10 years 10 years since uh, since starting my qualification I suppose and um, yeah I guess my story starts uh, at the at at the ending of high school I would I would imagine but um but uh, yeah with a little bit of travel in there and then kicking off kicking off my studies you took a year off from the end of high school, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, it turned out to be two years. Um, initially, I was I was enrolled into uh, La Trobe for an architectural course, and um, chose to defer that uh, with the intent to do some travel. So worked hard for for twelve months. Um, I think the tally was about ten jobs in in twelve months to. Uh, earn enough to, to travel for, for another 12 months. So headed over to Europe, um, you know, uh, moved away from mum's cooking, which was, uh, which was obviously a bit of a reality check. Uh, so two minute noodles became a big thing at that point in time. Um, but yeah, you traveled Europe for, for a little bit over 10 months and then um, came back to, to Melbourne and, and kicked off my studies. So um, I did mention that, that the course was deferred, but uh, uh, Ten months in Europe changed my uh, mind on on architecture, and I wanted to go into uh, graphic design. So, still a creative yeah. bent then. So, when you were working in the ten jobs before you left for for your travel, that would have helped you, I guess, worked out some interview techniques, um, how to apply for a job, how to present yourself in that time. Yeah, definitely. De- um, in interviews one thing but also I guess knowing what what jobs work for you and uh, you know what what you sort of enjoy doing you know having a job is is not about just going to work it's you, you have to enjoy it regardless of of the fact that you might only be doing it for for money um, so you know it it, it was definitely uh, an insight into um, you know working with different people and in different industries that's for sure so you've travelled overseas, you've come back and you've started your degree and fast forward to the end of the degree and you're facing employment. Was it hard in the, in the year that you left? Did you find that you were um, facing a tight job market or did a lot of your friends find it difficult to get work as well? Yeah, so I'm not too sure how this works in other industries but um, with regards to graphic design, the, the key uh, is to have a portfolio, um, a portfolio that has two years worth of experience. So you can imagine you've, you've just come out of school um, and, and my, my course was nine to five, five days a week. So very little opportunity to actually build a portfolio 
outside of that with um, real clients with you know or possibly a casual you know studio job so obviously it was very challenging at the time to to get some work in in that industry so most graphic designers when they come out of school will either go into um, a master's course and and work a little bit more on their their sort of theory side of things um, others will will kick off their own freelancing so uh, that's the first thing that that I went on to do is um, started my my freelancing uh, work and and started to grow a little bit of a portfolio there. Um, so I had you know a, a couple a couple minor things. Um, I started a little business um, called uh, my marketing clinic, and that was with with a gentleman uh, that that had a very keen keen eye on growing marketing within small businesses. So. It was a perfect opportunity for me to get access to uh, a number of a number of small businesses that, you know, obviously require their own stationery, their logos, websites, and and this sort of thing. So, um, yeah, that was definitely uh, the, the the first year of of coming out of school, I suppose. Um, I I found myself uh, working part time with a small studio in in Mill Park. So. Out in the suburbs, had a very small client base. Um, only needed me for two to three days a week, but it was the perfect access to receiving emails from clients and and sort of um, you know understanding how uh, becoming a designer really works. Um, you know, it's it's not about presenting an idea and having things approved immediately. It was a lot of sort of um, to and from with with your clients. Uh, and you know, at the end of the day, most of the time, the designs that you preferred were, were sort of not the ones that, that would go ahead with, um, with print and uh, web. So it was, it was interesting the first sort of 12 months, I guess. It was a lot of, uh, I suppose, insecurity around where this was going to lead me in my career. Was this the, the, the best decision to, to spend two years full-time studying that? Um, you know, was it, was it, uh, sort of going to, to work out for me was, was probably the, um, the big thinking point uh, for, for that 12 months, that's for sure. And then after that, you um, got a job. And how was that transitioning from sort of working part-time and having your own business part-time to then a completely different role altogether? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, was, it was probably 12, 15 months um, uh, working freelancing and you know I, I probably didn't have as much growth as I would have thought I didn't have the portfolio that I was hoping to get um, but an opportunity came up at, at the, the school that I studied with um, they were looking for uh, someone to start teaching some some basic web design now web was was sort of a uh, a small feature of what I was working on in that 15 months so you know the, the door opened I I was it scared the living daylights out of me to, to get up in front of um, you know 10 to 15 students that were in this case only maybe three years younger than me and some were even possibly 10 years older than me because they might have had a career change and and started this new course so you know, definitely, definitely scared me to, to do some sort of public speaking um, and and obviously teaching content. So, uh, you know, I, I went in there and um, uh, first full-time job, salary, and just 
really gave it a nudge. Um, so it was, yeah, very much an eye-opener and it, it threw me in the deep end a lot. Um, and it was probably the first real point in my life where I just took an opportunity where the, the door opened and I just said to myself, you know, I've got nothing to lose, basically. And did you find that in that first job you had to learn some different skills that your degree hadn't prepared you for? Yeah, so I suppose one of the, the big things with being a graphic designer is being able to um, present your ideas, um, make a pitch to, to your clients, and, and you're not often the only person there that's presenting an idea. So we, we did uh, learn some of those soft skills during, during our studies, but nothing really was preparing me for um, you know, educating students uh, on, on what the, the, the principles are within graphic design. And, and basically, you know, teaching them something that I'd only had 15 months of experience doing was, was very much, um, you know, kind of, I'd say, out of my depth. But it just meant that I had to go to work, uh, you know, my, my nine to five, and then I had to go home and, and do that additional research and, and throw myself out there and do some networking sessions and really sort of get to know the industry more than I already did in that 15 months so that I could gain that valuable information to, to then feed into, into the students and their curriculum. And then there was a change in the industry as um, Australia experienced the rorts of some of the... Uh, the, the non-registered players and the tertiary education system underwent some changes to the funding and you found that uh, all of a sudden the course that you're on had some caps and the school was changing and takeovers and you found yourself then in another direction and how, how did that start for you? Yeah, so I suppose I was, I was teaching or I was within the school for... Uh, about two years. Um, I taught as my primary role at the school for the first 12 months. Um, the school had uh, a, a takeover, um, uh, quite a, a, a well-known graphic designer um, came in and, and purchased a, 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 past, a portion of the school and and then they, they grew to teaching and educating, um, uh, you know, interior design, uh, hair and beauty and they expanded the different sort of courses that they delivered and when that happened um, a, an opportunity again sort of came up and it was to actually jump into the uh, academic studies side of things and management so I went from teaching um, you know uh, graphic design and web design to managing staff and, and I think you know the school had about uh, 35 full-time staff um, across all the schools uh, and a few casual staff so you know I pretty quickly had to 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 understand how to become a, a leader and, and manage people so for the next 12 months um, that became my thing and, and I had to during that time as Linda just mentioned was um, just understand how how the funding worked and and um, I guess the, the challenges that a private RTO faced with um, government funding and uh, and and with that came a decrease in students um, an increase possibly in international students but that wasn't you know the driver of this school you know we wanted to to really grow graphic design in Australia not sort of um, have international students come over take take their, their skills and, and that sort of thing from the Australian 
teachers and then bring them back to, to their home country. That wasn't the, the intent for this school. So, um, you know, with those challenges meant that uh, this within 12 months, maybe 15 months, the school had a pretty quick turnaround and, and started to, to lose traction on the number of students, which in turn obviously meant that my, my own job security was sort of at risk. Uh, and before you know it, uh, my role became redundant. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I had maybe three months out of work. Um, it, it was a tough decision at that time whether to go back to graphic design and try and reignite that part of my career. I mean, I had that skill set. I've got a qualification. It made the most logical sense. Um, but... I also had experience managing and experience in education, so there was a few, a few different options. Um, you know, I could have taken the the HR avenue. Um, I could have taken more of a, a teaching avenue, and I could have started a, a, a course in you know primary school or secondary school education. Um, so what I at that time I decided that that HR made made a lot of sense because. I like the idea of managing people and, um, you know, it, it sort of gave me that buzz and kept me going at the time. So I, I ended up getting a job with um, Chandler McLeod, which, which meant that, um, you know, I was actually uh, working on recruitment. So it's, I guess, one small function of, of HR and, and I was um, helping run uh, assessment centres for for um, Department of Health, Department of uh, Human Justice. Um, so I, I was traveling around Australia. So it was, a, it was awesome to be able to jump on a plane and go to Canberra, Sydney, um, Adelaide, and sort of, again, get up in front of, um, I guess, a, a more mature audience um, uh, that were supporting in these running of these assessment centers. So um, that was six months of of travel once twice a week uh, and and yeah again it was a very similar kind of opportunity the door opened I took it um, and gained a quite a bit of experience out of that um, probably more so around all my soft skills so again presenting um, sort of probably a little bit less of the leadership side of things but um, just sort of organization and and um, presenting communication that sort of thing was something that I really took from from that six months uh, yeah and then from there you uh, found a job another job yep so it it's a little bit like this so um, you know six months later uh, it was sort of nearing the end of of what they call their recruiting season uh, and I I thought you know one round of this was enough it's not something that that I want to stay in and continue doing year after year. There sort of wasn't a real end goal to that. Um, there was there was probably very little growth apart from what I what I'd picked up in that six months. So uh, I thought again, what's my background? Um, do I want to get back into design? Uh, I sort of wrote that one off uh, pretty quickly. Uh, I then decided that um, education was was an opportunity there to to sort of um, take a few other avenues. So the, the up popped a, um, a sales job to, to sell um, training courses, uh, a company called uh, ARI, uh, not-for-profit not um, 
uh, sort of uh, company. So I, I jumped into that. Uh, I was there for another six months, another sort of six-month contract. And it, this was the first point in my life where I said, this is a shocking job. This is a terrible career option for me. Um, but I, I stuck it out for, for six months and I just learnt I learnt a number of things with regards to sales. Um, you know, trying to, to go to work every day and sell something that a company didn't necessarily need. Uh, something where, you know, your, your boss is always after you for, for KPIs to be met. Um, you know, it, it just really didn't sit well with me. So um, that was that was, I think, something that I probably really needed and will help me later in life in terms of uh, picking and choosing what what um, what opportunities will will sort of send you in the right direction so I sort of I I spent a lot of time obviously earlier in my life just when the door opened I had sort of jumped at it um, and I did so in this same situation but this one sort of has helped me be a little bit more selective um, rather than running rampant so um, six months out that that position obviously finished up so uh, again it, it sort of landed at around Christmas time so it gave me a, a little bit of an opportunity to unwind and take take three or four weeks off and and sort of again reassess where I wanted to be um, yeah and that leads you to your current position which is in something I I uh, had no idea what what I wasn't to explain it to me just recently yeah so the next um, the next thing was and and, th- and this one probably came from uh, being best mates and living with a guy called Anthony Candy, who um, who is a, a business analyst and um, agile coach. He his job just sounded awesome. Uh, like he, he had a lot of freedom. He was consulting. He was working on different client sites. So um, it just sounded like it had a great amount of variety and um, and all of those sort of consulting uh, steps that he would take with clients were things that I had experience doing. So it felt like a really good fit. So I sort of started exploring, I did a little bit of research, did some small online courses um, around becoming a business analyst and looking at some of the common skills that that are required for for a, a BA. And it turns out that my experience with web design and user experience um, sort of mapped pretty closely to that. So it was a good way for me to sell myself in a, in a field that I've never worked in, um, but to actually be able to get my foot in the door. So um, basically I, I went and had a coffee with a company called RXP and um, I said, you know, I, I wanna become a business analyst. Um, I've got no experience as a BA uh, and um, you know their, their, their response was pretty quick um, you know well, how, how can we help you and um, you know I turned around and said well well I feel like I can help help you guys with with user experience um, a lot of business analysts out there are, are required to convert to a, a UXer um, and, and get some of that design thinking um, uh, within their skill set so I already have that and I want to gain some business analyst experience uh, and they said well you know what that that makes sense to us um, they had clients out there asking for exactly the same person so they they um, they called me the next day and, and then 
two days later I was out working with NBN, uh, my first client for for RXP. So that was that was exciting, and I was out there working initially as a UXer, so I could step in the into the um, into the room and and do what I know. Uh, I could I could make and build relationships um, based on on my own skill set, sort of getting me there, and not having to to rely on on uh, I guess uncommon grounds. And yeah, so that that sort of kicked off what has been the last two years of of my career to date. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, working working um, with a number of different people, architects, solution leads in an IT um, uh, driven company um, has been a huge, a huge sort of, uh, I guess, part of my, my growth. I think, you know, in what I've done in two years is probably um, quadrupled uh, the amount of experience that I've gained in the first sort of six years out of school, eight years out of school. Um, so it, it, it has been a, a great, uh, I guess, um, growth curve. Well, and for those of you who may be interested, uh, I've already asked and know Brendan can't help us with getting an NBN connection. Um, I think the thread that you've maintained through that, Brendan, for me, listening to you now is that you had a degree of something that you were initially interested in and had a skill set that was very comfortable with you, one, one that you wanted to expand upon. But having finished your degree, the elements that you've really taken into your career have been communication and still and using your degree but in a different way. So you're working a way that it's not traditional maybe in how you're using your graphic experience in so far as design, letterheads and stationery and websites and so on. But you've maintained that element of design. You focus on communication and you've also maintained that one of the jobs that you referred back to about the leadership and the and the work that you needed to do, you know, you've really seemed to have had those three main threads through all the jobs that you've done and and even the little ones that you had for small times seem to just be stepping stones into that next path and even those opportunities while they may not have worked out for you in the way that you thought they would they seem to have enabled you to have that confidence to keep going in those in that area that you wanted and back yourself with i'll give it a go and see what happens yeah i i think you know i i went into this graphic design course um, you know, firstly, my first session, introducing myself, um, and and basically telling everyone in my class that I'm a terrible drawer, uh, an illustrator. I can't, you know, I couldn't draw a cat if I if I tried, um, and that is obviously very interesting for someone picking a graphic design course. But the reason I did that is because I felt I had a creative um, outlook on on a number of things and. Um, and you know that that has been a key feature throughout every position that I've held in the last eight years because of that creative outlook um, and those communication skills that that I've taken from that course um, it's enabled me to provide um, good approach to to leadership and and management of people um, you know having a, a good outgoing personality and um, an understanding of the people around me and 
um, that's sort of helped to, you know, open those doors that I've talked about in the last sort of 10 minutes or so. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really very much the soft skills um, that have helped get me to where I am today. Um, and those things, I think you, you basically pick up in every course when you study. Um, mm. So, yeah. Well, maybe not every course. I'm not sure that I learnt that at uni, but <laughs> maybe maybe not even now. But but I also think what was interesting, you said between two of the jobs that you were going for that you did research, you worked out what skills were needed in that industry that you wanted to get into, and you weren't afraid to just take some time, invest in yourself, do some courses, and then be better prepared, be prepared to go into a meeting and... And I'm surprised that the person said, what can we do for you? It should have been, what can you do for us? Because they've got nothing to gain. But you were able to turn that around and tell them what they could gain. And I think that from an, an employer, that is a very engaging you know, attribute to have someone say that to you and how they can help you immediately make money. And I yeah, think uh, that is something that I don't think you can necessarily learn at uni, but I'm, I think the, the research that you did must have helped. Yeah, I, I think one of, um, I have no idea where I picked this up from, but um, I, I tend to go with the approach that if you're not nervous going into a meeting, going into a, um, an interview or a new position, if you're not nervous, then you're not ready. And um, I think, you know, the, the only reason people get nervous is because they're doing research and they care about something and and they really want to make something work if if you don't um, sit there the night before and do a little bit more research on the person that you're you're sitting in an interview with um, then you don't know them at all you you're going to step into that room you're going to feel super confident and then you're going to get asked those those curly questions um, you know i've I, I have the experience as a uxer as a graphic designer I have no idea what a business analyst does other than some, you know, small talk with, with my roomie. Um, and and what I had to do is is that two or three weeks of, of research to to see where my common skill sets were for, for someone that is a leader in that industry. And um, without doing that research, I wouldn't have been able to sit in that cafe for 20 minutes with, uh, you know, one of the, the principal... Um, business analysts within an organization and and get that opportunity for myself so I think you know it's, it's really important to um, to do that research if you really care for taking that step then then research is vital definitely well thank you very much Brennan I think you've shed a lot of light on how people can take a degree and break it down into its core components and look at what really appeals to them and find a way of using it but in a different way in a different employment role. So uh, thank you very much for sharing the story, Brendan. No, thank you for the opportunity. It's been great. See you later. You've been listening to Broke Away From The Pack. To be kept up to date about future episodes, please hit subscribe. And if you'd like us to cover off on any particular issue concerning you and your professional education, please let us know and we'll do our best to answer it. Thanks for listening.